What are you guys doing right now? We could all listen to it together. Uh, no, no, we don't have to do that. Uh, yes, we do. And they're going to leave a great review and tell five <laughs> of their friends about it, okay? I was hooked after the first episode. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJ, Kate, and Bea. Let's get the Neighbours. Hello, this is Neighbours. We are the Neighbours Recap Podcast. We discuss the Aussie soap Neighbours. We're a few weeks ahead of the United Kingdom's episodes. That's gone quiet, that issue. Wish we'd get some updates on if they ever plan to sync us up again. Don't think we've forgotten. I mean, maybe that's why everything happened, just to sync that news. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bury it. We had to wait for the next disaster. Yeah, Channel 5 was behind it all along, turns out. (laughs) There's a plant. I'm Vaya and I uh, have difficulty suspending disbelief in TV trope land. I have CJ, Catherine Jones, CJ the Hot Mess Mum. Hello. Hello, everyone. We are nestled in at the Pirate Net Studios. I'm between my cat and the recorder. On the couch, doing chill vibes pod on the couch. Um, the cat, the cat's just rolled over, and uh, late night, late night record. Yeah, there's been some late night action on Neighbours recently, so you know, fun couple of weeks. Yeah, I just watched them all in a row today. Yeah, how how did that it's, feel? Again, it's never the ideal way to consume it unless it's um, Bum Island Week end game. Yeah. The ideal way to consume Neighbours is as it's intended over dinner. Yes. Every night. Every night. Yeah. Or in the Arvo and then again later that day in yes. the UK. Um, the last couple of weeks I really enjoyed the Monday episode mm-hmm. and I, I'm i always ready to go, all right, Monday, this is chock-a-block, let's record. And then I have there's like four more episodes yeah. still. And they're just bangers <laughs> at the moment. Bangers. So, yeah. okay, firstly, Neighbours cancel business. Sweetie, it's just business. I don't really have any because I'll be honest with you, I just finished editing the other pod, the, the last podcast like two days ago and now we're recording again. So my <laughs> my brain hasn't absorbed any new information. Well, we have Neighbours Council member that's written a book. <gasps> okay, yes, that's lovely. That's um, wonderful. Which amazes. Karen. You know, like how does anyone do anything no. these days, you know? And to write a book in these troubled times, mm. well done. Congratulations, Karen Bradshaw, and the book is called His Mother's Love. Which is fiction. Yep. And another council member, Sarah, has written a book as well. Yeah. And hers is non-fiction. It's a memoir. And I've got hers on pre-order. That's so exciting. So it's a memoir. Yes. It's called Drama Queen. Sarah Gibbs, our friend, Sarah Rose G. Um, I love the title. Yes. Sarah Gibbs is autistic. She's always been autistic. She just didn't know until she was 30. It's amazing. Yes, and she's... Um, I'm going to go ahead and assume she didn't find out off TikTok like most people now. <laughs> um, that is amazing. When I worked in autism, there was a lot of adults being diagnosed with their children and they like they found it was like a secret key to themselves. Actually, my friend found out when her husband got diagnosed. Yeah. They got diagnosed as a couple. Yeah, why not? But back on Karen, who started this discussion, she's going to send us a copy of her book. Awesome. And I'm dyslexic and I don't read very often, so I'm going to read it. Great. Because, you know, she listens to us. I'm going to hear. Yes. Share the love. If you've created something 
tell us so we can consume it. Yeah. It's definitely council business. Karen wasn't sure if she should share. On it the, is. It is. This is community. We've got a community. It's our community notice board. Yes. Tell us your achievements. If you've got an Etsy store or yeah. Just, you know. Well, just even if you've made a TikTok, (laughs) I want to know. Especially if you've made a TikTok. Somebody asked me recently if I make TikToks and I'm like, oh, I make some. You do. You're good at it. And then they said, oh, does that take you a lot of time? I go, oh, God, no, I just press record. That's why TikTok is good. Yeah. you don't have to overthink it. Also, Neighbours Council Business, Faya made the terrifying chat thread this week. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) We have to. So we make these episode chat threads in our Facebook group, and we don't want them to be too spoilery for the UK. So we just, they're usually just a close up of someone's face. Yeah, and it's really hard to pick one. Yeah. And this week, Coyle's face was a big focus. Mm. And it was, <laughs> it was a terrifying photo, but not in the way that the show was making him terrified. Terrifying. No. It wasn't his face that terrified us. It was the fact that he looked like a sinister. Yeah, that he looked like he was going to rob someone. Yeah, like as Sheila said, he looked like a bank robber. Yeah, and like remember he like assaulted someone when he first was on the show, Mm -hmm. wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And also I screenshot, like I screenshotted a screenshot. It was very bad. I did a very bad job. It didn't do him any favours. But anyway, comment on our chat threads. They go off and you can join in at your pace. Oh, one more item of business. It's May, Patreon is on pause while I catch up with my life admin and Patreon admin. So patreon.com slash neighbourspod, appreciate the support. It will all be back up and running. I got an email from you telling me it was on pause. Great, thank you. It's really handy having you as a patron so I can check that the admin is going through appropriately. Anyway, this is we've got important neighbours-related arcs, neighbours-related shenanigans to discuss. So she's doing business with you. Now, we will be recapping the week commencing the 10th of May, 2021. Starting off the week, Harold's has had a glow up. It has. Harold's Cafe. It's got an island counter back like yeah. the way it used to. When I, when I was there at its grand opening when it became Harold's, it oh. had an island counter and oh. I, I enjoyed a vegetarian lasagna. Oh, did you? Yeah. Did it taste good? Yeah. Oh. And because often they didn't. I've said this before on the pod, but often if you're eating food on the set, you get like, they'll give you a coffee because they're not going to prepare like mm. a dozen different food dishes for extras. Yeah. But because it was the grand opening of Harold's, a lot of us had meals in front of us. So I had a lasagna and I hadn't eaten that day and I was starving. Yeah, that is very exciting. And like you you wouldn't want a food where it's very obvious as well, like mm. chips or something where if you eat them all they're gone <laughs> and then they need to redo the yeah, scene. Yeah. That's, that's quite – that's a hazard. Yeah. So it's now more um, co-op-y, don't you think? Like she's um, – Nicolette's put this, this coffee ground thing out the back, which we'll get to at the back, and there's more like communal seating. Like bench seating? Yeah, there are a few things that distracted me. The drinks fridge is a problem for me. The drinks fridge is bright and Did not see it at all. glaring. It's as soon as you walk in, it's facing you. It used to be off to the side, whereas now it's facing me head on and blinding me. Who even knew people had opinions about that place? But Yashby's fans the thing. Yashvi. Oh. Yeah, okay, let's get in. So Yashvi. Misses her mummy. Yeah. Mm. And this new lady has moved things around. And she's having a baby. <laughs> so she's a she's going to be a mommy slash cool aunt. And when the new baby comes, we have to move some things around to make to make space. So we do. 
And Yashvi already dealt with that twice in mm. her life. Mm. She's not doing it again. And she's not happy with a lot of things, but she's really not happy with the wall that Nicolette wants to hang art on. Yeah, apparently Dippy had tried to put lots of things on that wall. Was it um, 60-year-old crew members <laughs> loitering against that wall? I don't understand what the deal is. It was just... It was a really weird hill to die on. It was. She's leaving the show, right? Gashvi? I don't think so. I am sure she's going to move to Sydney. Like, I don't know this for any fact, <laughs> but, like, it just feels like her character's winding shit up. When she's talking about wall hangings. Yeah. Well, what do you guys call it when, like, they, don't, they run out of storyline, so they're just, like, wandering around um, for three months? It's Carla Bonner coined this term on Twitter when they, when they did it to Steph. Yeah. They said we were being weaned. Are we being weaned off Yashvi? I feel like we are. If she gets an exit storyline, they better make it to go play AFLW or I will... Rage quit. Nah, they're going to make – she's going to go on – what's the auntie? That was Mishti. Supposed, yeah, she's going to go be like, you know, executive detective of yeah. some department that Mishti works at. Okay. Mishti. Mish, mish, Mishti. Mishti. I can't even remember that woman. <laughs> she got arranged marriage. Oh, that's right, with mm. the comedian. Yeah. yeah. So, God, that's a disappointing. dentist. It's disappointing, isn't it? Yeah. We've arranged you – her husband. He's a comedian. <laughs> and then you're like, but he's not funny. <laughs> so Yashvin should have been grateful that Nicolette wanted to make all these changes. And for some reason Lassiter's wanted to pay for this. Yeah. Even though Paul's not got no money. No. Yeah. I have a lot of questions about Paul's finances this week. Kate mentioned on the pod last week that Paul not having money coincides with him behaving badly. Mm. Or like not getting away with behaving badly, I guess, because he just buys him his way out of it when he's got money. And that made me think, I think when Paul doesn't have money, I just dip out of the show. Because <laughs> I'm like, there's been times Paul hasn't had money and I just, other than when he did that one-person seminar with Steph. That's the best. Because that was like a moment that we all needed to watch, yeah. obviously. And when he started the Wellness Centre, like, that was amazing. I, I listen to a lot of, you and I both, CJ, listen to a lot of motivational podcasts about being a one-woman entrepreneur and all this, mm-hmm. like, you know, having a mom who has it all and all this malarkey. And there's a lot of podcasts out there about mm. set and forget income, passive income and, oh, yeah. like, Write a course, make a course. Paul would needs to make an online course and Steph can just buy it 500 times. Oh, my God. Like I achieved some stuff at work this week and um, my colleague asked me why I don't make a podcast about that stuff and I'm like, A, because like there's too many, but oh, yeah. B, like, because I want to make a podcast about like stuff that's relaxing. Yeah, that's same. I could do so I like many listening topics. to it, yeah. of course. But, yeah, but I would probably listen to Paul's. What would we call his? Remember last week you were naming um B's podcast? Mm. Paul's, 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 Paul's. You need to name Paul's. Successpreneur. No. No? <laughs> Something about being an entrepreneur. Okay. Would I have a hard or a soft launch? <laughs> Imagine Paul going to get his um his um influencers to attend his launch for his podcast. Oh my god. Anyway, write in and tell us if you think you've got a name for Paul's podcast. Yeah. gmail.com. Um, Nicolette like fully punched out windows and walls and stuff, but Yashvi should be happy that Nicolette's left the deconstructed taco salad on the specials menu. Yeah. Still there. 
Yeah. So the specials menu's still there. Yeah. Is that the wall she doesn't like? I was confused at what no, wall she No, that was a like. chalkboard wall, but that's gone. But she's rewritten the specials on their own poster. You're right. Okay. And then there's just another, I don't know or care. I mean, <laughs> it's a weird thing. My only conclusion is that Yashvi's on her way out. That is my only conclusion for this. Otherwise, why would she care about walls? Yeah. And the storyline with Sheila Canning 2 <gasps> and Ned. Oh, my God. Plays perfectly into yeah, that. Yeah, why am I talking about walls? i got to talk about that. You make a fine point. Oh, God. Okay. We need to get to that. Harold's looks lovely. Well done. There's also some coffee crap happening out the back and they've and now got like a deck. Decks they can look out onto Lasseter's Lake. Yeah. I mean, ew. But it's nice. It kind of made the set come full circle. You sort of go, oh, yeah, you would go out the back and see the rest of the lake. It made it felt like it flowed to me. Yeah. But um, I want to talk and about And look, it. it's another venue. Yeah. That we can, yeah, like, another see. another space. So Yashmi's being a sourpuss and it's rubbing Ned the wrong way hmm. because she's like, can you please back me up here? Like, can you talk about this wall and how art's not good on it? And he's like, I'm an artist and this lady wants to give me money for my art. Yeah. So therefore... Don't make me <laughs> poo-poo this idea. I need to go and do art for this lady. Yeah. Mm. Um, and maybe we can sell it to this other lady. Yes, exactly. So, and then Nicolette's like, rein in your brat girlfriend. And he says, firstly, uh, okay. But secondly, please do not speak to her about her in that way. And I appreciated that. Yeah. Even though he agreed with Nicolette. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> you have a point, but please don't speak about my partner that way. Nicolette is sassy, sassy, sass. I actually need to hear this moment where uh, V's mouthing off about the cafe and Nick goes, are you right? Are you right? What? I'm just feeling pretty judged by you right now, that's all. I'm not judging, I'm just saving you from making a mistake. Because characters just don't say that. No. People are giving them a hard time and they just wear it. Yeah, they just end up going, they go within. Yeah. And and freak out about it. And then just go along with Mm. things like... They pretend they're married to Toadie or something. Yeah. To cover up an affair. Or, yeah, you know. or they like pretend they did they drowned <laughs> and just pop up. <laughs> because fifteen they, years later and go, oh, here they, I am. People just keep yes ending yeah. the other person. <laughs> Sometimes you have to block. Yeah. It's actually it's refreshing. Her character is refreshing. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she is, and I cannot think of a single word that isn't a slur, she is out of control. Yeah. But everything she does is refreshing. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, you know how, like, every two weeks she says, oh, there's more things I didn't tell you? Yes. And she's like, this time I'm honest. I'll yeah. tell you everything now. Um, I like that because normally they keep the secret for a month. Yeah. She doesn't keep no. anything for a month. She does not mess around. Yeah. And everyone has a go at her for keeping secrets. She's not keeping anything really no. under wraps ever. And they're really big stuff. Yeah. And she's got a good relationship with Chloe going. And it's she's been a bit fast, but whatever. I yeah, and there's something I want to oh, oh, volleyball. Yeah, I mean, mm, yeah. we'll get mm. okay. But Ned, there's this moment on Tuesday when Yashvi's still whinging about the cafe changes, mm. and he's like, "Don't you want to embrace something new?" And there's this veiled symbolism. You know, what about something new isn't good sometimes instead of your old girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, what about this new one? <laughs> um, I have made a misstep in my analysis in that I thought, I guess because Sheila 2 is besties with Sheila 1, that aged her up in my mind. No, she is a powerful woman. Mm. I think that's what it is. So she, A, successful, 
like in 65 years, I might be able to afford to buy a gallery. Mm, yeah. And then I will be <laughs> 105. Yeah, and then you'll be the sugar mama. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, she's hanging out with Sheila. So I thought she's in a, in a more advanced age bracket. That being said, so we we actually don't know how old she is. Do you know how old is. she is? But yeah. I did a Google and Sharina is 30 years old. <laughs> yeah, which is like now is almost 40. I feel like 30 is very young. She's but tiny. Even like Sharina, obviously, we've heard a bit from her recently. And she, I would say, you know, like her thoughts are so much better formed than mine. She's 10 she's, years older than me. She's her. got a wisdom beyond her years. Yeah, and she also does, because yeah. so she used to work on a production that my partner worked on, mm-hmm. Ben Elton's Life from Planet Earth. Yeah. Didn't have a long when run. When she was five, I guess. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. So this was like a decade ago. And right. I was in my late 20s when he worked on that show. So yeah. in my mind, so was she. Yeah. No, she was like fresh was out same of as yeah. him. She was fresh out of drama school when she worked on that show. Oh. So that's why in my brain well. when I was calling her an older woman, I was thinking me. But <laughs> my also age. 30 is older than Ned. And Ned's but, girlfriend is only like 18. But I keep thinking Ned's 24 because that's how old he was when we met him. He's like 27 or 28 or something by oh, now. Okay. In my head, so they're basically the same age. <laughs> they're the same. Yeah, okay. All right. But I must admit, Sheila too is, as you said, wisdom beyond her years, but also we have actual no idea of how old the character is. No, we don't. And she's got a lot of depth. And also, yeah, same with Sharon Johal. Like we only knew how old Sharon was, not how old Dippy was presented as. Yeah. And Sheila too has is very soulful. Also I think the fact that she's a bigger woman that – she has this larger than life persona. Yeah, and she wears like woman clothes, yes. not ma- not girl clothes. Yes. Yeah. Um like I like her clothes. <laughs> I want to wear them. Woman clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy that. Like I like when by the way, the only thing that's cool about the volleyball was yep. um Quail and Roxy's matching outfits. Um, which involved pink leopard print. I feel like their shorts were were CJ and Kate in a short. Yep. The pink leopard print. Yep. Pink leopard print. It's if you were going to merge Kate and CJ and put them through a machine and they come out as a pair of shorts, that's those shorts. Yeah. <laughs> and Sheila too wore leggings. Yeah. Like um like a capri legging. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what I would wear. Mm-hmm. So I guess I just assume we're the same age. Yeah. We would wear the same bets. Like I think by now people have realised that if we can't imprint on the characters in our as ourselves, like there's no point. Like yeah. we just have to. This is me. If this person is not me, then I can't deal with I can't relate. So I am obsessed with this hunk artist guy yeah. having an emotional crush. Their chemistry oh. is like I'm not even like him and Loz I was fine with, right? Like I, I, I wasn't like can you just be fine with anywhere me? near what you felt about it. But these guys like their chemistry, it's it's flammable. And they don't have to do much. Mm. And what I really am taken with is they had this moment where they're touching hands over the paintbrush. Yes. And they immediately are both acknowledging that it was something. They're both like verbalising it, like mm. something happened. No, but it didn't happen. No, but you acknowledge that something happened. I'm like, oh, my God, I would have spent like 12 months trying to overanalyze that with my girlfriends. Mm. Like. There's someone I was interested in in my early 20s. Someone once ate the olives out of my salad 
and I felt oh, gosh. that was a very intimate gesture. Have you like that's like in a rom com, isn't it? I wrote like a zine about it. I was so obsessed oh with my it. God. I mean, there was some other stuff going on. Like in my I opinion. mean, I don't think anyone that writes a zine doesn't have other stuff going on. Yeah. And I could not stop talking to people about the olives in the salad. Right. Like for months. Whereas Ned and Sheila would be like, so I felt like we had a moment over the olives. Let's analyze that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're unpacking it. They're unpacking it. Yeah. I am so envious of their ability to just go, okay, so we recognize that there's a connection. Yeah, and I think, like, Sheila keeps saying to Ned, suggesting that Ned should be honest to Yashvi. And, I mean, that's not going to end. Yashvi's not old enough mentally to deal with that. No, and she's Shane Rebecca's daughter and Dippy Rebecca's daughter. Like, she's going to lash out. And she's, like, worried about how walls look after her mother's cafe. Like, you know what I mean? How is she going to cope with Ned saying, look, I touched hands with this lady? Because I don't think Ned should come out and go, I'm having sexual oh, yeah, I'm, feelings. I'm, I have feelings for someone else. I don't think you should. And they're yeah. coming out of me in sketch form. Mm. Like oh, my, Wasn't that a beautiful sketch? Wasn't it reminiscent yeah. of the, old man drab? It was, it was a black and white pencil, yeah. like a grey scale. M- much like I'm pretty sure drab did a picture of Lauren. Oh, drab. But I must say, or did Ned do the picture of Lauren? Um, I tried knows? to get someone in the council to clear it up for me, and then someone posted that clip of the lock of hair that Ned po- oh, yeah, yeah, pocketed, yeah. Oh, and gosh. I did not appreciate hearing that dredged up. Um, but in this grayscale pencil, lead pencil drawing, you could see sunlight in that. Like wow. the way it was drawn He's was like such the a good sun. artist. <laughs> He's so good. Yeah, because I'm sure he did it. Yeah, he did. It. He's doing it all. And as you said, editing podcasts and stuff. That's his love language. Art. Yeah. The sketch mm-hmm. though. And mm-hmm. she's like, she was. huge when he did of B, when he like <laughs> did the other portraits and then there's like this awkward like yeah. four times size one mm-hmm. of B. Sheila too is like, there's nothing going on. Forget about it. We're going to be business as usual. Then this sketch floats down. Yep. And he's like, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. But what. Sheila too needs to realise is that he has done portraits of everybody in this bloody street. Yeah, but not secret sketchbook. And not ones with bathed in sun. No, with the sexual pencil. (laughs) Oh, yeah, she doesn't even look like she's wearing clothes. (laughs) I mean, it's the neck up. I know, but she has a look in her face like, I've taken these clothes off. Immediately, Ned is like, I'm just like working through my feelings. Just needed an outlet for I guess I was hoping it would help me get past what I've been feeling for you. And what are you feeling? I don't know. I I can't be around you, right? I want out, yeah? I I want out of the gallery. I quit. Mm. It's like escalated so fast. Yashvi walks in on this conversation. And I I didn't realise he walked out. So she's just there with only Sheila to talk to. Yeah, and Sheila's like, I don't know what his deal is. Yeah, go talk to your boyfriend. This, Ned... This is the moment. So Yashvi says, I heard you quit. What's the go? You love it there. Yeah. You're excited about it being a gallery. Yeah, because like last week he was so into this idea. Yeah, they were making puns. Yeah. He's drawing butterflies and now he's got butterflies mm-hmm. in his tummy. And that's that's the window is opened for you, the window of opportunity. But what could have he said? Okay. Something creative. You don't have to say the whole truth. 
just blame it on her. Just say, I think she's got a crush on me. <gasps> Can't do that. Why? Because that is Shane and Dippy's daughter who's going to march right over there, probably with her handgun. Well, then shoot a text over to Sheila and say, look, I have to blame you. <laughs> oh, great. The police officer goes to attack the Aboriginal lady. Excellent. You just got to blame the other person. Yeah, no, nah, I don't think that's a good idea either. What's he going to do, CJ? Because, like, regardless of whether he's going to work for her, she seems to have lots of connections in the art world. She's got other businesses. Yeah. So I wonder what the other businesses are. Yeah. Do you think they're art? I reckon she's like Pierce Grayson. Yeah. They're just anything you she's, want them to be. Maybe she's popped in at the exact time Paul's run out of money. Maybe she'll buy the hotel. Sorry. And she says this whole thing escalates because she's like, well, then I can't be around. I can't be here. I've got to leave. I can't yeah. be around young Ned. Yeah, stop saying young. They're the similar age. <laughs> They're peers. He, to us, he is young. <laughs> to us, he is young. He's <laughs> like he's, what is he? he like late we, 20s. The age I was when Sharina was working on Ben Elton's show. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, we just, we're just assuming that people are as charismatic and talented and successful as us. But yes, exactly. She's 10 years ahead of us. <laughs> What? I don't understand what they've all made a mess of this now. I do think that it's the right thing for her to do to leave. To leave, yeah. And she, she goes, well, okay, I'll install a new manager and I'll run this remotely. Yeah, but install Ned back in. Yeah, because if you're not there, those feelings are not there. Unquit him. Yeah, and in the meantime, they've just got to play a little cheeky volleyball match together. Mm. And then she rage quits that after they win their round. They're both okay with the ending, obviously, but no, they win mm. and then they just walk off. And then they're angry at each other. I think there's a few cut scenes because there's a lot of volleyball action they have oh, to get. Okay, they cool. must have cut some stuff. And also, like, there's all the micro-sleeping from the fact that they've got volleyball on TV. <sighs> God. And how many close-ups of that ball going over the net did we need? Oh, my God. And Kyle's um, face. <laughs> In fact, let's do, let's do a Patreon trimming about Coyle's face. Yeah. And the offensive... Way in which Neighbours has treated this plot point. So it's very late at night and I just want to talk about Ned and Sheila, but we must move on. <laughs> CJ, I just want to contextualise. So I've got a very special relationship at the moment with Law and Order, Special mm-hmm. Victims Unit and Organised Crime because mm-hmm. of the return of Elliot Stabler. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not an Elliot and Olivia Endgame person, but I do recognise the... <sighs> deep, deep bond between Mariska Hargitay and Christopher Maloney. And I realise this is a very niche sidebar I'm taking right now, but we have just had had three weeks off of new episodes and then they just aired a crossover episode with SVU and OC and Elliot and Olivia like appearing on each other's shows and there's very deep emotional stuff going on and we were all the fandom were on edge. Mm because we were being drip-fed all these sort of teasers and we thought something might happen with Bensler and what we got was an extended hand touch, like a hand squeeze. And then you flip over to Peach. Yeah, but it, it sounds like nothing but it was everything. Yeah, right. Like we are living in that gif of the hand touch. And then I did flip over to Peach in the aftermath of our hand touch. Not mine and face. No. The other one. And... I think I projected some of the intensity I had right. for SVU over to Neighbours. I must say, I'm not even a Ned enthusiast. 
I'm I'm fine with Ned existing and You're he's great. A, and Ben Hall's a lovely man, but I don't really care about Ned, but they have great chemistry. Yeah. Obviously we know that Sheila Canning 2 is not going to be on the show forever. Mm-hmm. But I would like to see them drive into the sunset together. I Why would, not? <laughs> I would like to see them have a makeout session. I want to see yeah. kissing. You're allowed to now. Yeah. I want to see Toadie kiss Melanie. I want to see How Ned many kiss Sheila. Have had sex in that storeroom at that place. That's why he needs to open it up to adult content. Yeah. I mean, turn the camera mm. on. Those two could make some content. Um. All right. Let's go to the other end of the spectrum here. Mm-hmm. Levi's bought B a car. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. So um, B, by the way, was just about to break up with him. On Sheila 2's guidance. Yeah, because she's just full of wisdom. She just goes around the town, I mean the street, and says, oh, do you realise that you don't like your boyfriend? Mm. And she's like, shit. <laughs> You're absolutely right. <laughs> and and like, you don't have to stay with him. No, just because he's nice to you. I wish she'd go have a chat with Harlow. <laughs> oh, well, Carlos had some mm. decisions made for her this week. Um, Take no agency, that gal. No. Although who I'm in love with all the clothes. She has had a transformation. University. Yeah, yes. Mm. The university. She speaks. I realise now when she's fired up, she's got very clear diction. Right. But when she's wishy-washy, she's just, she doesn't speak with conviction anymore. No. Gosh. Um, I'm going to be bored by her storylines until she... I'd rather see a chute. Go to some outdoor chutes like Paige did. Oh, that'd be nice. I really want her to join like the Women Feminist Club. Yeah. Um, but I want her to join the main the Men's Feminist Club. <laughs> oh, that'd be a – I don't know about that. Um, so Bevi are on borrowed time. Yeah, and to backtrack just a little, CJ, episode two of Never Forget has dropped. Oh, this is Ali. Yeah, she's done the. Uh, I wonder if she got more than ten minutes. She's done the link up. With <laughs> what do you think about the marketing plan for Never Forget? The, I, the rollout. I. You mentioned last week that she should have recorded all of them, have an arc, have you know a vibe, get a vibe going. Yeah, that's that's not been done. She is just. It's wasteful, actually, and it's not like she's reaching out to other victims of crime and saying, "Hey, maybe you could." drop us a voice memo and I'll thread it into the next episode. She's not doing reactionary stuff like that. And totally. And she has, Kate had an idea of like season one, B, mm. season two, Ali, season three, the Cannings, yeah. whatever, right? Mm. God, I love it. I feel like the Cannings, oh, Xanthi mm. has a big story. But like Gary only really just died. He came in right at the end. You know, yeah. Like I don't think there's a lot of story there. I mean, I know that. He didn't like that his daughter was groomed. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. It just didn't feel like yeah. as big a story as B and Ali had with Finn. Yeah. He was Cedric Diggory. That's a very deep cut. But, like, if you have to kill someone, you don't want to be the main cast member. So, yeah. Yeah, so B has realised, she, she, firstly, she mentions off the cuff, I'm going to go road tripping. I might go and see my father. Yeah, speaking to Dad, he's broken up with Ulrika. So, good Good times, don't like her. Mm. She was not cool. So firstly, that drive to Broome, not a very safe one. Don't take – I know it's that good to drive, take a mechanic. Isn't that drive going to take like six weeks or something? Um, Yeah, and like 
there is patches where it's desert and like no people and just snakes and shit. And that, if you've seen Australian horror movies, yeah, that's where they happen. <laughs> like, um, whoever Ivan Milat is of days now, mm, he's on that. He's road. over there waiting yeah. for Bevi. <laughs> yeah, and there was a guy from this area who went driving to Darwin and died of a snake bite on the way. Mm. And there's no medical, like, and there's nothing. I mean, she's a mechanic, so there's that. But, like. Yeah, but if she doesn't have a And she's driving stuff, a junk bucket. Nah. They should get a brand new car. Stop trying to bond over vehicles. Oh. Um, so now B has to slowly come to the realisation. Oh, doesn't she? She's like, no, I'll keep him. No, she's just like, oh, he's really nice. Ugh. 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 Is he going to stay? Ned, Ned break up with Yashvi, B break up with Levi. What I want to happen is for people to give B individual listens for her podcast. Yeah, I, I did hear that on your last but podcast this, when I gave it an individual listen. Levi just did it again. Let's all listen. And he gets the Bluetooth speaker. Let's all listen to Never Forget Episode 2. With Cheryl and Sheila. Sheila and Sheila. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. Don't force people to listen to podcasts. Also, I'm so glad that B left. And didn't watch their facial expressions? <gasps> like sometimes, very sometimes, very rarely, I'm in the car mm. and I'll pop neighbours on for KB. Mm-hmm. Like you've just got to listen to this bit. Normally it's a joke by me, yeah. I'm sure. It yeah. is actually. It's usually a joke by <laughs> you or Kate. Um, yeah, because yours you can practice on him anytime. Exactly. <laughs> and we'll, like that episode where she did the spam farts, I made KB listen to that, you know. I'm sure, right up his alley. Yeah. Well, sometimes I'll play like little jokes that you do that I don't catch the first time around. I'm like, listen to this little bit that, you know, sometimes, but like not often. It's a very private experience. It's a very personal, intimate experience, the podcast. You're in people's ears. We went on a road trip to Sydney once and we listened to all your American episodes. Oh, yeah. But I wasn't in them. Yeah. So like that's normal. (laughs) But, yeah, I just think sitting there and watching Mm. how people react because I remember once I went to visit you at work. And all of your writers were watching an episode of the show you work on. Yeah, hard quiz. And I thought, I better laugh at <laughs> jokes, right? Because how do you not? Well, that's that's the thing. We all laughed at our own jokes anyway, so it didn't matter. Well, we all did. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't even notice, right? But, like, that's the thing. Like, with B, like, she's telling an emotional story. Mm. What if one of them just picks up their phone and starts looking Ooh. at TikTok halfway through it? Sheila Canning, the first, <laughs> would totally do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I want to move on from B by. So I thought Kate pitched B's exit storyline very nicely last week when she said, well, B can go do a tour. Oh, like a podcast Podcast tour. tour. I was about to say, like, is that real? I guess it is real. No, I think um, B's going to go. I think, yeah, maybe a tour or just go see her dad. But but I think seeing her dad is boring compared to going on a podcast tour. Who else is she going to record? Sheila Carl. Yeah, I reckon she's going to go... She to, could well. She could go to Harry in yeah. Sydney. Yeah, and or maybe she just gets a taste for this, and next season she's going to interview other victims. Yeah, like um. Which, under, by the way, survivors. Oh yes, they're calling it victims on the show, aren't they? Yeah, they shouldn't. No, yeah, no. you're right. Because the ones that are victims and not survivors are dead. Because mm. um, there's plenty of that. Yeah, there's lots of that out there. They're like undisclosed podcast. Mm. They deviated. Um, I would like to discuss with you, CJ, and what your reaction to – we need to talk about Harlow because 
someone's got to fix that, fix that girl. So Paul has done himself in again and made more deals with the devil and he goes back and he tries to get redhead guy to take his story back. But Yeah, because Tarage makes him. She's like, go and undo it. Yeah, I know. She rages at him. I know he doesn't do it out of the goodness of his heart. Let's drop it in. The rage. Tarage rage. Hello was just starting to open up to you again and this will destroy everything. Only if she finds out. She has a right to know. Therese, will you be real? No, 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 don't you dare. You should be ashamed of yourself. So what do you want me to do? What, go down there and just call it off? Well, that would be a good start. He goes back, it doesn't work out, obviously, because this guy's like, no, this was a great idea. And Curtis Perkins swoops in. Do you think that that's a real thing, that you can get off crime by joining? Because I don't think that's the best people to be in the armed forces. Yeah, join the army and we will take you out of prison. Mm. Yeah, it seems like a a volatile, two volatile circumstances coming together. But also, I guess, why not? That being (laughs) said, later on when Bren says, you know, I'm going to have structure for the first time, Mm. this given like it actually is possibly a good thing for him. Yeah. But can't you just leave? He can't though. He'll go to prison. Is that the deal? Army reserves would have been maybe more preferable. I don't know. I don't think they would take it. Well, that's the thing. Hollow keeps whinging to him like, I can't believe you're deciding this. He goes, well, it's either that or I go straight back to prison. Yeah, and like prison, I'm definitely not going to see you. Yeah, and it's not fun. Whereas this, I could at least. And he's going to get a qualification. Get the internet. Jane doesn't see pumped. Oh, no, yeah. Jane's like, oh, so you can't do it for my year 13 program, but Mm. you can go become an army officer. Jane. Almost won the week with her volleyball referee outfit, tracksuit. Oh. Cute as a button. Turns out like being a coach from, from I don't know, people's nightmares is hereditary in that family. <gasps> we'll do a minute on that in a second because what was going on there. But um, the Brentons comes down. Brent's sentence is going to join the Defence Force immediately. The train. He's on the train. He's on the train. I love that. That's quite freedom for someone who's off to, I mean, who who wouldn't just stay on that train? <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> um, heading up to, how far does that train go, CJ? Do you know? Your husband takes that train, doesn't he, sometimes? Yeah, but he gets off in Sydney, so I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> I love the vision of my husband on a train like he's like Greta Thunberg. It's <laughs> <laughs> just being cheap, guys. And he's got a lot of time with his interior thoughts. Mm, he does. Um, Harlow is... In the pits of despair, friend of the pod Brent wanted us to award Harlow the saddest bee. Mm-hmm. Kate's not here; she's the official. Um, yeah, we can't administer. No, we don't straight up do that. Of that, if Kate feels the need, she can chime in. I've got to say that, like, I'm not a big fan of that vibe, the saddest bee. But Harlow, man, pick yourself up. Mm. Good grief, girl. I mean, has she looked in the mirror? She's phenomenal. Phenomenal. <laughs> like she looks amazing and how, I don't know, because she's going through so many emotions, but she's still like putting these beautiful outfits and together. And also extra in. makeup, I've noticed. Extra makeup, bit of curl. Yeah, no, Centre part, centre part, highlights. Yeah. It's not, It's she didn't wake up like that. But like, no, she didn't. And she she's dressing like she's going like to the formal. Every day. For me. You know, she didn't seem this sad when her mum died last year. Oh, but yeah, she got over that in like three episodes. <laughs> this is gonna sting for ages. 
But, and you know what? She forgets Mackenzie's birthday. Yes, she does. And there's, look, it's tricky because. Who doesn't? Also, Mackenzie, you're not 11. Just tell her it's your birthday. Yeah. Hendrix. Hendrix. He's like, you don't need Harlow. I'm here. Yeah. I've got our video games. We play video games together. got her her own controller. He's giving her control. Mm -hmm. He's giving his significant other control when Harlow is completely without control and has no agency. Yeah. Because I feel like for a person that age, Hendrix has probably done some effort to be um, good in the bedroom. Oh. And I feel like Richie probably like wouldn't have done the same effort. No. Like Richie was a nice kid. Yeah, sweet. But, yeah, Hendrix is going to make some fun for her. I am looking forward to that because she did not um, go to that avenue with Richie. No, but, I mean, they would have done something probably. Maybe. It seems like a very chaste relationship. Yeah, it is. Look, Mackenzie's very juvenile yeah. in, in many ways. Yeah. Um, not really for her age, but like for the show. I mean, she could like you know. she could take a court case tomorrow. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But in regard to like not telling her friend it's her birthday yeah. or whatever, like emotional like, things. Like she's she is only eighteen. Like let's not forget. Yeah. While she is wearing culottes, <laughs> she's only eighteen. Do you know there's an amazing line by um Sheila too that really resonated with me when she's talking to Sheila one about like I've got to pack up and leave. I can't hang around here. Mm. And Sheila's like, why not? Imagine how annoyed Sheila is because, like, she just lost Dippy, her friend. Yeah. She makes this new friend. On Wednesday, when Sheila's about to bail, she's like, I'm acting like a teenager instead of a grown woman. And if that was not, like, the title of my memoir, I don't know what it is. (laughs) I feel like my whole life since teenage years is me just feeling like I'm still a teenager and trying to fake my way through adulthood. And I feel like most people should... Should feel like that if they don't. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. I've no idea, like, how I have a house. <laughs> how has that happened? How do I have a child? How do I remember to put the dishwasher how, on? How do I have a job? How do, yeah, a job. <laughs> Health insurance. <laughs> Anything happen? Yeah. How do people, I mean, Karen wrote a book. <laughs> like anything. I bet she wakes up and thinks, oh, how did that happen? But, oh. you know. And, yeah, look, I think, <laughs> I think that's the thing. And I think in 20 years, Mackenzie could have a book called that. Yeah. yeah. Mackenzie could write several books. I I just – I think that's the thing. I think the thing with crushes is they just make you feel like – Yeah. That you know, out-of-control feeling yes. of being a young person. Yeah. Yeah. So Mackenzie, she does eventually tell mm. her. And it's a bit hard on Hendrix because – I assume now that Brent Donato, DiCaprio, whatever, the pizza man. Um, Dougie the pizza boy. Is yeah, that, he is it, a bit like that. Because of his haircut. Yeah. Um, I assume now that he's gone, there's going to be tension about Harlow maybe wanting Hendrix back or something. Or just that, like, don't rub your happiness in my face when I'm sad maybe. Because yeah. I think she's – also it's funny that Brent and Hendrix essentially – not that they both broke up with her, but essentially have exited her scene because they weren't good enough for her and they were holding her back. They're like, I don't want to hold you back. But she doesn't get to make that She's like, no, hold me back, please. I've got nothing else going on. No. But, like, she's self-aware in it, though. Like, the other week when she was saying, like, my dad's in prison, my boyfriend's in prison, Mm. am I just going to start a TikTok account about being a prison? Please. Oh, God, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Um. 
but look, I'm just down for her like focusing on her studies and like not be angry at Mackenzie and Hendrix. I would like that. I can't believe how much happened this week. I'm just scrolling in now. I'm also realizing that we have to discuss the return of Amy, Jacinta Stapleton. Of course. Back in the main now, cast. We, we saw her like two weeks ago in like a cast Instagram photo and we're like, oh, it's interesting that she's like still hanging with we those were guys. Trying to dissect that. Like we were the bloody computer crimes of law and order. Like we were like, what is Jacinta Stapleton doing still hanging around with these? pals. Yeah, well, like, what strong bond did she form? Yeah, in, like, two weeks, what is going on here? And, exactly. of course, she's still working with them because she's full-time now. Yeah, so she she's returned to the show. So it was actually heartbreaking, the return. Did you feel for <gasps> poor Roxy? It, my heart ripped in half. It really did. My heart broke more than it did for those two kids <laughs> crying because one had to go to New South Wales an hour away. <laughs> Oh my God. When Harlow said that's so long away, not really. It's so far. No, it's closer than like Wales is yeah, to London. Where your family or is. Or like closer from London to Melbourne. Yeah. And like Paul has multiple children. Yeah. Like that are her aunt, uncle, I don't know, whatever, in like New York. Yeah. Lucy's in New York. I'm assuming they formed some bond when she went to that conference. Anyway. She was like, that's so far. But also if she wanted to, like they're never going to see each other again, right? Never. No. Anyway. They were trying to do the Tyler and Piper thing where he's <sighs> like, I'm going to go be free and and I'll come back for pave you when the it's way really... for her to one day knock on his door. Nah, mate. Nah. Oh. Nah. Harlow would be gone by then. Yeah. <laughs> He'll come back and people will be like, oh. No. she. No. She's gone. Whatever's on her vision board, she's gone and achieved yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. She's. Yeah, she's running hotel environmental. She's running a suite of yurts. Yep. Um, Amy, yes, please, let's quickly discuss this. Oh. Little pocket rocket, Roxy. She wants to get this job as the bar manager and activities coordinator at the Flamingo Bar. And she, instead of following the very clear-cut procedure of how to obtain this position, she decides to cut past the application process and just <laughs> go straight for presentation. Mm-hmm. And she sets up this volleyball tournament, which, by the way, if I lived on that street and someone was making me play volleyball, I would be so annoyed. I'd, I'd move. Yeah, I'd be See like. See you guys. Um, I'm, I'm going to Epping. Yeah, I just, I, yeah, no. Nah. Oh, what's that? I have to wear a crop top and tiny shorts. No worries. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, Here's my final month's rent. She had like. Four people drop out. They were all normal people <laughs> that didn't want to do this. Anyway. And, and if – I don't even want to go to the bar, let alone play volleyball. <laughs> anyway. So she she puts on this event and it seems like a wild success, the event. Okay, it, okay. Oh, no, tiny sidebar here. Who has ordered uniforms? I, Everyone had colour-coded – With their names on them. S-canning. Mm. I'm like – all different colours. Thank goodness not both of the S Cannings played. Can you imagine yeah. um, Sheila Canning one, like playing volleyball? We were robbed of that. Not uh, happening. See, um, that would make you go. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I would go. And I would, would want to be on her team. Mm. So Lasseter's has somehow funded uniforms for this stunt that one of their staff members is putting on to audition for a job. Yeah. And I don't know if it really would have pumped up the bar sales. And how, what day of the week is this that the vice principal can come and referee it? I guess it's a Saturday. 
and the cafe's not busy on a Saturday, so Nicolette's ducked out. Can I ask you, CJ, what the hell's going on with Nicolette's attitude? I know she's trying to get Aaron and Chloe to bond by being in a team together. I she don't understand. Outrageous. But it turns out her mother's also outrageous. Yeah, but at least her mother wasn't screaming at her loved ones. No, she's screaming at her, her daughter's loved ones. Oh, <laughs> but I don't understand. She got really into it. I think it's part of the whole like Nicolette's three-dimensional in her approach to life. It was a loose cannon situation. Because like she does end up playing uh, volleyball, but we're under the presumption that she can't because she's pregnant. Yeah, so that someone says to her, literally, okay. you can't play, you are pregnant. Which is, is, I guess, fair enough because they say to do things that you already do. Yeah. Like and, if, like, if, she like didn't if, play volleyball. Yeah, if, if you're already a sw- swimming regularly, then you should keep swimming. Yeah. But if you don't play volleyball only when it's a competition at a bar, <laughs> maybe don't. And it and, does seem like you're and, not really on even ground. And don't do it so aggressively. No, but also, like, your girlfriend and your baby dad don't really need to do it either. No, they just want to have cocktails. No. This is, like, a time for them because kind of, like, they're both like playing a fatherly role to this baby yeah. in some way. And it's a nice time for them to like really, mm. I don't know, bond and get prepared for this baby coming into the world. I mean the couple, mm. not not <laughs> So Roxy puts on this event and there's a few hints from Tarage. Like to Roxy's like, I'm so perfect for this role, Auntie T. I didn't pick up a single hint. Even though I knew she was coming back like the day before or whatever. Oh, I, I did not pick that at all. No. I was completely surprised. Yeah, completely taken shock. So the event ends, terrible timing by Trey's, by oh. the way. And Amy gets out of a cab like everyone in Aaron's bar and comes, just walks into the event. And again, walks in looking not like she's been on a plane. Look completely no, it looks amazing. Quaffed. But also she's a hostess so she, can, oh. she knows how to do that. Oh, you're right. And beautiful pink. Like it was the best dress. At one point everyone looked like they were part of the Flamingo Bar scenery. Like mm. everyone was in pink and they were all about to fade into the background like chameleons. Yes, they're just going to be like postcards for the Flamingo Bar. Mm. And she's like, didn't you hear? I got the job. So when are you and Paul telling everyone I'm the winning candidate? <laughs> Hi, party people. For epic event. <laughs> Amy, didn't know you were back in Aaron's Bar. Did Trace not tell you? I've been hired as a new bar manager. So it turns out she's done some very impressive presentation at her interview, which, by the way, Roxy's not done an interview. She didn't get an interview. No. That's low. Yeah. Come on. How much nepotism is everywhere else but not here? But also, like, we've been crying out for there not to be nepotism. And suddenly they're doing due diligence and hiring the person that um, sold them plagiarised designs. Mm, Awkward. I mean, I do think Amy would make a great activities officer. Yes, I just she th- did set up that event where her and Dippy had the fight. Oh, karaoke! Yeah, and that went well. That was that? a weird event, though. It was weird. super weird. But that was like a COVID event. Yeah, but not. <laughs> but not. <laughs> but like we knew. It was when COVID. people were watching TV out the back of the pub <laughs> and at home, <sighs> we've all been to a weird COVID event in it, the last one. It months. shattered me when I thought I was going to get a like picturing again. I want to be the person and I pictured myself being rejected for something I thought it was a shoe in for. I've been in that heartbroken place. I have been in that heartbroken place 
at the neighbor's office. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Same. <laughs> and I've been like down to the last three people for a neighbor's job mm-hmm. and been like, well, of course I'm getting it. Are you kidding, Arnie T? I'm perfect for this. Yeah, I'm perfect for this. Thank goodness we got interviews though. Yeah. <laughs> like at least we were there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The, my heart beating in that neighbour's office. Oh. I can, oh, and then, oh, not getting it. <sighs> but we showed them we've got a podcast. <laughs> and we're not cancelled yet. No. We'll we probably, haven't done we'll anything get, wrong. We'll get cancelled someday. People what? just have to listen back to our back catalogue. Yeah. Um. We'll just start something else. Um. But. It kills me. So Roxy is immediately taken back and she is offended, mm. of course, but then she decides who tells her? Someone tells her to get a mentor. Um, Chloe. Yeah. which is a, She's like, your auntie was my mentor. Yeah, go. A brilliant idea. Mm. And so Roxy decides she's going to learn from Amy. The first thing she learns is to wear a floral dress. Yep. And, you know, that works at the venue. Um, because at the waterhole, I think they wear all black. With the brown aprons, yeah. Yeah, and but not Sheila. Sheila just wears whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah. And I think Roxy's hoping for that kind of yeah, vibe. Executive bar world. manager vibes, yeah. Yeah. So turns out that Amy does seem a little bit sus. Like she doesn't yeah. really know what's going on. Yeah, and takes credit for Roxy's good work, like mm. with the rosters. I've been in that situation. And it took me years before I could start speaking up and going, actually, that was my idea. Um, that was my joke. That was my, like, cause, yeah. you know, it's very easy. Because Pe- people don't often do it maliciously. Sometimes people think they came up with something. Yeah. Also, there's that line of thought that, like, I think the hierarchy would be in play in airlines. Mm. So I've always been very careful to point it out. And it can be bad. I've had that as not a positive thing for me because – People want you to stand up and say you did something. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's the line of thought that if someone's in your team mm. and the team does it, it's Ugh. you. Yeah, it's always fine if it's someone hi- like higher up, but then if you don't recognise someone lower down, then they can't advance. Mm. And so Roxy gets a gleam in her eye like, oh, well, hang on, Amy's only on a one-month probation. Mm. So I'm going to fuck some shit up. Yeah, but also, like, I think she's right that she had ideas, Amy had ideas at the interview and then just have to execute them now. Yeah, it's, it's weird though. She's like, yeah, I'll be a mentor. And then Roxy's like, cool, I've got ideas. And Amy's like, oh, no, not that kind of mentor. I'm just going to keep bossing you around. Yeah, I agree with you there. But also I think now is the time to execute ideas and yeah. work together on them yeah. and collaborate without coming up with new ideas the because way, it makes her too busy. Yeah, the way Chloe would enrich an idea. mm mm um, be like, oh, okay, so you want to do a membership card, let's, you know, make them pink. Yeah. <laughs> great. <laughs> great concept. Um, and this is, again, this is the type of drama I love. Workplace drama. Yeah. Yes. And two women, by the way, and it's not mm. about a man. Bechdel. Bechdel. <laughs> um, I, I endured the volleyball match around Robin that, I could not make head or tail of. I could not figure out how the teams and the competition worked and how the organiser of the event ended up winning the event. Didn't know how that happened. Literally no one cared and no Therese cared. was just hoping it would but, finish in time for Amy to get there. Yeah, and the fact that it brought me that showdown and that reveal of mm-hmm. Amy walking into the job Roxy was gunning for mm-hmm. was mwah, chef's kiss. Like I was happy to have endured the slow-mo volleyball shots over the net and people sweating and 
in their lycra if it got me to that moment. I thought it was worth it. Um, Don't ever give me sport neighbours again, please. Unless it's Yash for FRW. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Um, look, actually, give me sport when it's a toady talking about Essendon. Why was he doing that? Um, so speaking of workplace drama, Toadie got fired this week what? for stooping his receptionist. Yeah, she said stooping. Stooping. How, how are we going to ever finish this episode? Because storylines keep happening. This was the longest, chunkiest, jam-packed week. Okay. Look, the long and short of it is when a relationship is secret, it is fun and sexy. Yes, it is. When it is out in the open, it is boring and relationship That's, that's what happened with Ned and Sheila again. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put it out there yeah. and it's just – Workplace harassment. So maybe no one ever has to say anything. No. So Tim Collins, evil man. Amy just randomly talks crap about her friend to some guy that mm. comes into her bar because that must have been what she was mm. doing. I've got to be honest. I reckon she was having a go. Yeah. That her friend Toadie's going out with this older person that laughs weird. Yeah. B. Amy's a B. <laughs> <laughs> but... Anyway, so Tim Collins gets them fired off their big Carmelo case, which I actually don't understand. And wasn't there a woman called Carmelo at some point? <laughs> it was Carmella. Okay. And also Carmelo is like an Italian first name. Okay, yes, okay. Like Carmelo from Dancing with the Stars. Okay. Um, but So it's weird that there's a Mr. Carmelo. It's yeah. like having well, Mr. George or, which, okay, or yeah. Mr. John, which can both be last names. It just sounds a bit weird. Well, I just like – the Mr. John case. Yeah, the Mr. John case. John, John. Um – I don't understand because it's referred to much, so much that I feel like I'm meant to know who this person is. <laughs> like a gangland criminal or yeah. something. Um, anyway, so they are put out in the open. They get fired. They've still got the Brent case, the Brent the whatever his name is. They've still got that. It's very easy. Tony doesn't have to do much in that case. No, Curtis, Curtis and Paul are running that case. That's very true. Anyway, so they get fired. But Melanie... Gives Toadie a pep talk mm. and the minute she says what happened between North Melbourne. Essendon versus North Melbourne, MCG 2001. The Bombers are 69 points behind. Did they panic? No. What did they do? Kicked nine goals in the last 20 minutes to create the biggest comeback ever. How do you know that? I've been brushing up. Go bring it home in the fourth quarter, Bomber. The minute Melanie said those words, I knew exactly what happened at that game. And I can tell you. I was up all night talking to a boy and I didn't go to the football <gasps> and I missed that game. Oh, my God. I love those conversations. I, it was like literally I was on the phone till 6 a.m. Yes, they're the best. And it was not the boy I married. <laughs> right? And I missed it. <gasps> I didn't go to the game. And it, what happened at the game? Why did I ask that question? I don't care. Essendon was behind by like 68 points or something and came through in like the last quarter and won. CJ's wearing a bomber's jumper tonight. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So Tony and Melanie used the G word this week. Not G spot. G girlfriend. Girlfriend. Guys, I thought you were going to say L word. And I'm like, that's a bit soon. No. Who are they? Bevi? No. <laughs> um, I've made you a truck. <laughs> Tony says to Amy, this is my girlfriend, Melanie. Yeah. He was a bit worried, but then he saw her interact with his children and it was really heartwarming. Mm. Sue says early in the week, Toadie hasn't had the best of luck with girls his age. Mm. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Why not? But Tim Collins says you're cougar hunting. 
He says that to Toadie on later in the week. What a, what Tim a, Collins is not oof. one to judge. Also, like, Toadie is like 40. Can yeah. you still be like cougar hunting no. at 40? No. Just going it's, out with a woman who's a little bit older than you. It's got to be the exact age difference that Paul and Therese have. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. And like most of the people on the show. Yeah. It's just the opposite. It's just the reverse genders. Let's do Citizen and Citizen. There's still probably 14 hours worth of plot we haven't talked about because it was the most dense week of our lives despite volleyball montages. Mm-hmm. How did all that volleyball happen in a week like this? <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> um, I am going to go Citizen for Melanie oh. for doing her bombers research <laughs> for a new boyfriend. <laughs> if she's not a bombers fan, because she's lived out of – the area. Yeah, she wasn't like Rose, who was a fan. No, Rose came in as a Bombers yeah. fan. By the way, I love this because, like, Bombers, we're not that good, but, like, it is a storyline thread that they are not letting go of for Toadie. <laughs> Beautiful. I almost wanted to do Citizen to Ned or Sheila, but I thought they copped out of their own storyline this week, so mm-hmm. that was disappointing. So instead I'm going to go, Citizen Harlow, ah. pick yourself up. Mm. I've been there. I've been a heartbroken 18-year-old girl and I needed a good talking to Hmm. and I've had, you know, had someone literally yank me out of a situation to go pull yourself together, go to your GP, (laughs) get on some medication and sort your life out. Was this the zine situation? (laughs) (laughs) Different times. The early 2000s were a different time. Hmm. You know, people didn't have blogs yet. No. They did. Football games that people were coming from behind and winning. Be happy for this young man who blew into your life for a brief period, rocked your world in the middle of nowhere in a shack, and now he's gone to make something of himself in the army. This is the best thing for him. Yeah. And I actually think Harlow's being really selfish. Much like foster parents, Mm. you've got to be able to let go. Yeah, when you've got... A boyfriend that's a fixer-upper, you got to mm. let him go to the fixer-upper yeah. place. Two songs from Frozen. Yeah, He's a bit of a fixer-upper mm. and let it go. Hello. Let it go. Can yeah. you go out on that? Love it. Love to. Let's not even say all our stuff because people know where to find us. Yep, the internet. Yep. See you there. Thanks for listening. Bye. So he's a bit of a fixer-upper, but this for certain love. You can fix this fixer-upper up with a little bit.